you're listening to On The Move with Maki. I'm your host, Makisha Noel, or Maki for short. The goal of this podcast is to elevate the stories of diverse, multi-passionate creators in and outside of the marketing and advertising industry. They are the ones who stay ahead of the curve in this ever-evolving world. So all episodes will provide listeners with the tools to help make decisions in their creative journeys while highlighting the trends shaping the internet in real life. Excited to have you here. Come on in. Welcome, 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 welcome to On The Move With Maki. I am so excited to be here because I am recording my very, very first guest, y'all. I am shaking. I am shaking. I'm, I'm shaking. Why are you shaking. I'm shaking because of how far this has come. Because, like, this literally the idea to have this podcast has been years in the making. And I just allowed fear to stop me. I allowed self doubt to stop me. I allowed so many things to stop me. Um, but it's a new dawn, it's a new day. Period. I was just about to say, you didn't allow it to stop you because you're here right now. Right. So nothing stopped you. You just. I didn't know Emmy was going to come and preach, y'all. Listen, but I, I'm, I'm very big about the way words come out and what mm-hmm. we speak. And so I'm like, as you were saying that, I was like, mm, let me catch that because Facts. you didn't allow it. Facts. It didn't stop you. You're here right now. It's Facts. the perfect timing. He makes all things beautiful in its time. Wow. Let's go. Wow. <laughs> Let go. And that's why, and that is literally the reason why I created this podcast because of people like Emmy who always have the gems to drop, always has the really good perspective that is helpful for us creators. I really wanted to create a space to continue to to tell those diverse stories, tell the stories of starting businesses and even failing and even sucking at it, but also rising up out of the ashes and really taking advantage of how the world is evolving, especially digitally, digitally, but also IRL in real life. I just realized there are so many cameras in here and I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, who is looking at me? Right. I'm like, okay, this one, okay, this one for both of us. But yes, so I'm just so blessed. So let me go ahead and get right into it. The introducing of my very first guest, girl, I'm going to have to find your bio. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know if you want to use the one that I sent you now, because I was like, is that for the SEO or is that for the... Oh, wow, that's a good question. Yeah. It's cool. My <laughs> bio is long. It's absolutely cool. But to introduce Emmy Petit, a dynamic inter- influencer and digital social social influencer marketing strategist... Ooh, that's a, that's a bundle. Based in <laughs> South Florida with a diverse and engaged millennial audience, Emmy is passionate about sharing her faith, fashion, a lifestyle, social media, and business tips, and hosts an Instagram live show called The Wind Down, where she and her audience has open conversations about current events and pop culture over a necessary, I love that it says that, a very necessary it's, glass of wine. It's a very necessary word in that sentence, you know? Yes. <laughs> Yes. We need it. And although I'm on 75 hard right now and can't indulge <laughs> in that necessary glass of wine, I'm still so happy that it happens and I can just drink some sparkling water. It's fine. It works. <clears throat> it's a good substitute. I love that. Yo, I keep clearing my throat. <clears> okay. Throat> <laughs> <laughs> With her transparent voice, um, she shares all aspects of her lifestyle from the products that she knows, loves, and experiences um, she feels her audience will enjoy and formally a full-time social media manager working with 
the top brands, and we'll get into it, in the beauty industry, Emmy recently stepped into full-time entrepreneurship, which I've been following that journey over the past year, right? Over the past year, launching her own social, digital, and influencer marketing agency, House of Influence. Make sure you also follow on Instagram. Next time, I'm going to make sure that's on the screen. But make sure you follow it. Emmy loves to share those tips and tricks for content creators and businesses looking to find their influence, impact, and increase their revenue. Because we, we bought the money. We get into the bag this year, period. And so her overall objective in sharing her voice is to empower others to use theirs, which is why... You see me empowered to use mine. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm living. Yes. So introducing Emmy Petit. Hey, hey, Maki on the move. Yes. Let's go. On the move with Maki. Yes. I love your voice in this thing. Oh, the quantity. Listen, it's crispy over here. It's yes. Crispy. Tell the people a little more about you. I know yeah. it's, it was a it was an abridged bio, but what would you like to add um, in addition to like, you know, this being the 30th year as well? <laughs> Aquarius energy, by the way. Listen. She's a January Aquarius. I'm a February Aquarius. Let's but go. what would you like to add? Um, there's not really much to add. I love the energy that you said you like you read it with because like it was just so me. So I was like, you, yes. you really put me into like you put the energy in there. Um, and I think that you'll get to learn more about me as we have this conversation. But um, I would just say that, you know, I'm a girl's girl and I am a go getter. Mm -hmm. And I just love to empower people to use their voice and speak life over them and speak life over myself and. I'm excited to have this conversation, and I am so proud of this girl. I am so, so proud. I just have to say it because when she sent me the invite, because I want to say the last time we saw each other, we were co-working, and she was like, yeah, you know, I want to start, like, girl. my personal brand again. And to see Jeez. it, like, to fully see this, and I'm really, really just excited for you, and I know big things are popping. Thank coming. you. I was with Let's go. Let's go. Yes. So let's go ahead and start with you. Um I want to know, and what we want to know, what is your North Star? What drives... Oh, I just realized I added that question last minute, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do want to know, what is what is your North Star? You spoke to it a little bit in your bio, but I just want to hear what drives you on a daily basis, what motivates you to get out of that bed and to keep going even when you don't want to. I think there's a few things. Um, I don't know that I have one single North Star, and if I did, it would probably be God and just fulfilling my purpose in him. Like, I always fear not living my purpose, what God called me to do. I don't know if you, like, know the story in the Bible where, like, God gives the, the, the men many talents and, like, all of them have their talents, and they're supposed to come back and basically, like, show him, like, what they did with their talents, like, my biggest fear is coming back to God with my talents and be like, I didn't do nothing with it. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know what I did. Right. And then the other fear is coming back with my talents, doing something with it, but it didn't do anything to benefit others around me. Right. Didn't do anything to help his people. Mm -hmm. It didn't do anything to benefit his kingdom. So when I say that I am empowered and passionate about using my voice and helping others do the same, I truly mean that I really love to see people, step into whatever it is that they feel destined to do and whether yeah. that be in the content creation space or in influencing or even in something else like to be able to be a voice that speaks that life over you um is really important to me so i would yeah. say like 
my North Star is making sure that I fulfill my purpose yeah. that God has given me, that I use these talents to do that thing so that when I go back, I can be like, listen, sir, I did what I needed to this do. This and this happened. <laughs> I multiplied these amount of talents to these look at the line items. Yeah. And while I did that, here are the other people that I was able to touch in doing mm-hmm. so. So that's my North Star. <laughs> yeah, that is absolutely beautiful because one thing that I realized is that most creators I know tend to be in the faith and that's a beautiful thing and I I think in in order to really tap into your higher self that's not meant to just really serve you but meant to serve other people you got to tap into a higher power and the power we tap into what better power than the power of the creator come on now yeah so I I think that's a beautiful thing that that's that's what guides you and I'm, I'm also interested to learn how did you how did you even start your journey of become, becoming a creator? And you actually told me um, a little bit about it when we co-worked that time. Yeah. But I would really love for other people to know that because I also don't think we really see that in your content, the the story of that. So hopefully that's coming down the line. Okay. But, all right. Yeah. Look at her. She's calling me out. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I remember the story. When people tell me their stories, I listen. <laughs> but yeah. Well, to be honest with you, I... I can't say that there was a definitive moment of when I started creating. And I think that we all have like, we've probably all been creating for some time. Right. But maybe there's not like that defining moment. Um, For me personally, I've always been a writer. I used to write a lot and Mm -hmm. I used to create blog sites. Like I would get logged out of domains and just like, let me buy a new domain because I want to write something a day, you know? And so I would like write and do these devotional blogs and then I would do like just personal blogs and I would have like a million and one blogs going at one time. Wasn't looking to make money. I was just writing because it was just something that was passionate for me. Um, and of course, I was a true internet kid. When MySpace came out, like I was learning all the different plugins to make the backgrounds, make the themes. Everybody came to me to like, you know, do their pages. So I've kind of always just been like a natural, like internet junkie, creator junkie in a sense. But it's funny, I never considered myself creative. I used to run from that word. And I realized that that stemmed from like in elementary school, like art class, my art teacher, like she would always tell me like, you are not good at this. And so art teachers out of all people, like, why, <laughs> why would you do that? To yeah. children? So like that always, like, I always had this thing of like, oh, I'm man. not creative. Like I'm not good at being creative. Cause I, I, I tied creativity to like drawing and other things mm-hmm. and not really to like have a, a voice and a way of storytelling. My storytelling yeah. is creative. You know how I am able to share and connect with people is creative. Right. Yeah. And so a lot of times we lie to ourselves and tell us, tell ourselves that we're not creative. And in reality, your creativity is creative in itself. Um, so yeah, I just started to like constantly share about my life online and this thing kind of just developed to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Um, as I started to share more and more about my life, it kind of developed into a platform mm-hmm. where people were following me. They've been following my life journey, whether that be uh, through college and then mm-hmm. grad schools when things kind of like started like, you know, yes. getting a little bit bigger for me because yes. um, I went to journalism school thinking I was going to be a journalist and I was traveling the world and sharing my experience of traveling the world and filming documentaries for Special Olympics. Yes. And people <laughs> were following along like, okay, she's in Mongolia this week. Okay, she's in Dubai Yay. now, you know, all these things. And when I realized that I didn't want to to do that anymore, I just continued to share my life online. And mm-hmm. it kind of just brought me to this place of having my own personal brand where people were following, following my life journey. And I became even more clear about just 
helping curvy women like myself find clothing, but I still share about lifestyle, still share about faith. And it was just kind of like one of those things that started from an early age of just being open, transparent and authentic online. Mm -hmm. That is such a beautiful journey. I think sometimes we don't realize how the different experiences that we have is really about to propel us in a specific or even a direction that we could not have even imagined. Like when you were traveling the world, like, did you think that, you know, in a moment you're just like, oh, I'm just capturing this, you know, like, was it super strategic as well? I would say there was no strategy until about when I was in grad school, I started to consider the whole blogging route Mm -hmm. because I started to see people making money and I was like, could I do that? Could I, could I make money? Um, To be honest, I had made a decision at that point that I was not going to go the blogging route because when you make the conscious decision to be a journalist, you are making a decision to be unbiased to anything Mm. that you talk about. So when I went to grad school, I deleted everything that was like about brands, anything, because I wasn't really I, I wasn't really like in a strategic influencer route at any point in time before then I was just sharing. Yeah. So then um, when I started journalism school and, you know, I told my professors like, hey, you know, I at one point thought I wanted to be a blogger. And she was like, well, you can't work with brands if you're going to be a journalist. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, well, I'm not getting this degree to like not do what I need to do. So at that point, I deleted that from my mind um, and I was just sharing my life. Um, When I revisited the idea of like, okay, I want to make this a business and make money was probably like. 2019 was Mm -hmm. when I revisited the idea of it prior to that building my social media there was really no like I want to grow or anything like that it was just kind of like I enjoy sharing and I enjoy connecting with people online um and of course if you see the numbers growing you're like okay cool like I got I remember the day I hit 500 followers you couldn't (laughs) talk to me any type of way baby lower your voice when you speak excuse me me. clear your throat when you talk to me (laughs) And um, I remember (laughs) that, but um, there was no clear strategy. There was no clear plan. Um, So before it was just like sharing. But now we're in in an age like where you have to have a strategy now, Mm -hmm. you know, I can't. And so in 2019, that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to create a strategy for this. I've already built a lot of online relationships and I can continue to bring my community along this journey with me of where I'm trying to go. So, yeah, that That was kind of the way it worked. And and your reason for even going to journalism school, though, mm-hmm. like you literally you wanted to be a journalist at first. Yeah. yeah. But in, in different ways, would you consider what you do now? journalism? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. Because I think journalism school, like when people ask, like, oh, do you regret going? No, 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 no not one bit, because mm-hmm. I think that um, journalism school helped me as a storyteller. Right. Mm. And it helped me to become a better storyteller. And um a better storyteller from a lens that's not always about you, mm-hmm. which is really powerful. A lot of people can only tell stories in a lens about themselves, and that's fine. I think that some people think that that's the way to be an influencer, but the way to be an influencer is to connect a story that connects people, right? Mm. People have to see themselves in your story. There has to be some sort of value. So even though I'm talking about me, I'm talking about you too. Mm. You end up resonating. You relate. You you connect. And so there's power in mm-hmm. understanding how to tell a story where it maybe it is about you, but you're not the character. Hold on now. This is the Emmy Petit Masterclass. <laughs> <laughs> I literally felt like I was like learning. <laughs> Listen, that, I, that is that is I I didn't really think about it like that. Yeah, I think that's the mistake that a lot of 
people make when they're trying mm. to build a personal brand. They're just like talking about, okay, this is what I'm doing today. This is what I'm doing today. This is what I'm doing mm. today. And as opposed to this is what I'm doing today. Um, and this is how it may relate to you. Mm-hmm. Right. How do I, cause yes, I'm telling my story, but without you even knowing it, I'm also telling your story as well, which is why you connect with me and why you engage with me and why you can, you know, we, we build community because you're not here to just watch Emmy's life. You're kind of like, I see myself in Emmy. So I'm mm. watching Emmy's life and it mirrors certain things about my life. Therefore mm. I'm able to take from it. Right. Yeah. So I think that that's what makes a powerful influencer is yeah. that people can see themselves in your story and yeah. therefore you're able to influence them in their story. Mm, that is good. Cause that pretty much leads me to the next question. Like, <laughs> What is it? What does it even mean to be an influencer in 2022? And I think, what okay actually no you go ahead and answer that question but what does it mean in 2022 to be an influencer okay i'm gonna remove the in 2022 only because Mm. i think an influencer is an influencer no matter the year yeah Mm -hmm. like i have come to the realization like you know people be like oh now you're an influencer i have always been an influencer Mm -hmm. and i think that um we just have to like tap into that influence and use it in the framework of 2022. But an influencer is someone that has the power to be able to allow people to make decisions or to feel emotions or to, you know, to relate to something. Mm -hmm. They have that power in order to connect things, move things, drive feelings. They're able to do that. They have that effect Um, so an influencer, we are all influencers in Mm -hmm. and of ourselves. Like we are either making people do something that they, you know, they want to do or they don't want to do, or maybe Mm -hmm. we're just influencing them to do nothing. Yeah. We all have something that's like, you know, we're, we're evoking some sort of emotion, Mm -hmm. but you just have to decide what emotion you want to evoke in people, right. Mm -hmm. As an influencer. Now, when we put it in terms of 2022, we're talking about the digital space. Mm -hmm. We're talking about someone who has a voice like i said before either to connect and build come you know communities to build engaged audiences to then also bring brands into the picture right so that brands can now connect with those engaged audiences that maybe are specifically following you for a specific thing um and so the influencer in 2022 is you know a lot of times online right online Mm -hmm. building a massive community or building a very targeted community um and and evoking some sort of emotion or Mm -hmm. action from them yeah yeah and i i think there are so many so okay i i love the definition of what you call an influencer i at the same time think there are so many people who have the wrongest perception of what it could be because sometimes influencing tends to seem Mm self-serving, you know, like I, I've definitely like experienced seeing people like maybe using their pain as a way to relate to people, but like really kind of exaggerating it. And I'm just like, a lot is happening here. Come on. (laughs) Was it really all that though? (laughs) A lot, a lot is kind of, it's kind of happening here. Um, and then, yeah, it, it, and it sounds like a lot of the stories just sound so, so self, so self-focused. And then there's also the inauthenticity to try to be someone or something just for the, 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 um, the bag from the brand, you know what I mean? And like, that's something that, you know, I, I will also say when I first started my journey, 
it was definitely about authenticity for me. Mm-hmm. But I also felt like I was kind of exaggerating and doing and saying things just for the wow yeah. factor. You know what I mean? And then over time, I had to learn, like, girl, yeah, come on now. It's um, it's a hard reality of the internet that a lot of times people feel like they have to follow this formula, right? Like they have to be like super aspirational, or they have to have like, like you said, everything's exaggerated. And it's unfortunate because I feel like true influence is um, when you're just able to sell, share your experience. You know, you don't yeah. have to exaggerate everything. You know. Yeah. Um. So and. The reality is those inauthentic influencers, they end up weeding themselves out. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, you just stay authentic. You just do you. But there is that. And I think it's the pressure sometimes that people put on themselves when they see other people like, okay, well, this this person got that bag. So now I got to figure out how to, you know, connect with that brand. So let me make my story, you know. And that's the worst way that you can do it because you end up losing your community in the process. And your community is really where it's at. Mm-hmm. And they'll sniff it out. They'll be like, mm, this doesn't smell right. Girl, this don't sound look like you. What is going on, sis? What is going on? But, yeah, I I definitely feel that. And I think it's a matter of, like, kind of balancing our social media consumption because there are times that I see creators on social media and it's like, so inspiring i'm like what she did that like i'm literally happy for people i never met before in real life and i'm just like yes girl you better do it you better do it and then there are other times like i come across people's things i'm just like man how did she get there like what what am i doing wrong (laughs) you know like like i'm being so real like i would feel like that sometimes but i think the moment that we become laser focused on what is ours and what is our purpose that's when we're able to better tap into that authenticity and like you know, even connecting with the right brands and um, not just not put it on a facade, you yeah. know. But it's so easy to do on social media. It's so easy. Yeah, I don't know. I think for me, um, I always felt this way because I I I've always been a YouTube junkie and I used to watch YouTube all the time. Mm-hmm. And I always hated when um, people would go to like BeautyCon or like these conferences where influencers were there and their fans would be like this person is the complete opposite of what Mm, they seem like in mm -hmm. online and I always told myself I would be I don't ever want to be that like I don't Mm. ever want to be that it's funny because I was recently getting ready to go on a trip and so I go to Sephora because I need to pick up some new makeup whatever and I walk into Sephora and this girl starts walking up to me she's like I know you I I know you and I've never had, like, I've probably had, like, maybe two, there have been recent that I've had two experiences where I'm like, okay, it's not someone that I know, and they're walking up to me, and this is interesting. She's famous, I, y'all. I have a celebrity. <laughs> I have a I celebrity. I have even tried to tell this story with Maki. <laughs> no. You're not gonna, you're, you're not doing this to me right now. Anyway, I'm not, I'm she not gonna a celebrity. She's going to do autographs afterwards, I, y'all. I, I don't do autographs. I am not famous. <laughs> I'm your regular, regular girl who is just sitting up on the internet talking Yo, about regular, regular life. I'm all right. Dying. But this girl, she's like, I know you. I know you. And I'm like, who is this? Maybe we went to high school together. I don't know who you are. And she's like, at M-, she even said the handle. She's like, at Emmy Petit. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's real. Like, she said that. That at. And so we start talking. We're chopping it up. And, you know, I'm shopping for my stuff. And I think the biggest compliment was. She's like, you're exactly what I would think you would be. Mm. And I don't know why that's like, it was just really important. Like, I love that because I never want to come off as something that I'm not. Um, And sometimes that can be hard because 
you have to realize when you're looking at someone on social media, it's literally just glimpses of their life and little bits and pieces of them. But I think the more that you stay true to yourself, the less pressure you have to put on a show. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know how people do. I can't do that. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't put on a show afterwards. So I'm like, I'm going to make sure that y'all see me as regular, degular, crusty, musty, all the things, all the things, because, um, I think that's the beauty of influencer. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, there was a point in time where people started to shift to like the perfect image thing. And I just can't get there because mm-hmm. I will never be able to keep up with that. That will be yeah. give me too much pressure to try to keep up with. So, yeah, no. yeah, I feel you. And I, I, that is so good. I want to be able to translate what is that? So we talked about um, being staying true to who you are um, and staying true to your purpose and being authentic to your audience and to yourself. So now what would that look like practically in terms of turning your personal brand into a business? Because one thing that I found and learned about myself over the years, but also learned about people around me, is that we used to think that we need to turn every hobby into a business, every single passion into That's a business. Dead. It actually absolutely That's is dead. dead. Y'all better have dead. one unmonetized hobby that is just for you that you just save for yourself, mm-hmm. for your sanity. Yeah. Everything doesn't need to be monetized. Yeah. Can you can you talk to that a little I know that was yeah. little bit, but can you talk to that a little bit? Yeah, I think it's oh yeah, I, I actually had a moment last year where I was like, mm. What what do I do for fun again? Ooh. Yeah, because I think that when I was working my job, this was the fun thing, right? It was the content creation, it was fun, this not the other. But now this is my job i Mm -hmm. literally have to create there are days where i'm like i have to create this today because it's due (laughs) you know this is how i'm gonna eat you know yeah and it's still fun and it is still a hobby i don't want to ever take that away from it but because i've now monetized this thing i need to also now find something else that maybe maybe it's creative maybe it's not creative but something that brings me joy and i just do because i do like it's just relaxing it's just fun and i think that we've as, as a society we've lost that when you ask people like oh like what do you like to do for fun everything that they say is like the things that they've already monetized it's like mm. but that's your job like yeah what do you do for leisure like what is your leisure when you just decide to you know enjoy something what mm. does that look like and yeah. i think that that's really important absolutely and i i think going into 2022 people are really starting to notice that about themselves because ever since um i feel like i joined the creator space which was in like 2018 mm-hmm. really yeah, 2018 is when I really joined the creative space. I noticed how the online narrative went from hustle, hustle, hustle. All, we don't sleep. Like, you know, like one. Anyways, let me not call this person out. I know <laughs> exactly who you're talking about. Right? <laughs> it's like, oh, don't sleep, don't sleep. And it's like, we have to sleep. We we actually, I we work best and make my most money when I am rested. Like this year, aligning and receiving versus hustling and achieving Mm. that's where we're at yeah because last year whenever i was like slow let me tell you how the bags came to me Mm. (laughs) i didn't even have to chase them wow because they pulled up god really like he revealed to me like you will never have to chase what i have for you Mm -hmm. you just keep doing go at your pace yeah go at your pace i got it for you yeah just trust that that is that is beautiful i I can't wait for all the greatness that's going to come out of people realizing that they need a rest and they need to have more of that harmony in their lives. And like, I, so there's that. And then I also think like, you know, with there being the great resignation and like Mm. people leaving the job force in like masses and they're just like, 
I'm going to do content creation full-time. I'm going to do these things full-time because I don't want a boss. See, this this going to make the conversation a whole lot longer. I know we had you a, a you very You don't want a boss? T- so you want 40 bosses. Exactly. Because I got 40 people up in my emails. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I'm, I'm glad we're there because, like, that's literally how I see it. Mm-hmm. Technically, uh, the, a company that you don't own is not giving you a W-2, but your clients are your bosses. There are Absolutely. people you have to answer to. So... In turning your personal brand into a business, I'm sure there are ways that you still have to find a way to keep it fun and enjoyable, even though there are days when you do not want to produce content and do not want to sit there on Canva or Photoshop, wherever the case is, and produce this for this company. Um, But practically, what does that look like to transition into that space? Because now it's like you got to focus on the money, you got to focus on the invoicing, getting an accountant, tracking expenses. I don't think you have to focus on it. And if you do that shift, it'll be very, very hard for you to not only keep up with the business because you have to realize like you started this because you enjoyed it. Mm. Right. Uh, And so I'm very mindful of that. I've created structure that still allows me to enjoy what I'm doing. Does that mean that every single day I want to shoot? No, there are days when I don't want to shoot and I've got to go shoot, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, But like, here's an example. I will have, let's say I have content. I know it's going to be due at the end of the month for a brand. Um, In Florida, it rains a lot. Mm -hmm. So I always try to schedule things out long enough so that if I do have to reschedule or maybe that day, I'm really like, you know, I'm not in the mood today. Mm -hmm. So I now have to make the decision. Emmy, you're not in the mood today. Are you willing to push this back a week? Because you've given yourself that time, right? But if you push it back to next week, you cannot cancel. Yeah. Like, you know, so I try to create the, that space for myself, too, because I also never want to operate my business like corporate. Mm, what what does that look like? Because mm. I think for me with corporate, there was a lot of things that had to be done and they have to be done right right now. And I like to create a still a structure, but where everything doesn't need to be done right right now until it really has to be done right right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope that makes sense. But like. I I try to, so if a brand tells me, hey, your deadline is December 31st, I might possibly give myself the deadline of December 15th. That way, if I have like things or, you know, I have a party or something, I I can kind of like maneuver around and I'm almost giving myself the PTO or whatever the case may be in my mind, right? Um, While still giving myself space to be creative and to think things through. So I feel like you have to have that balance of creativity, but you also have to have that good admin, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, where you're able to balance those things out and still create for fun. Like sometimes like I had a campaign last month that I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I don't know. I couldn't conceptualize something. So what did I do? I was like, let me go and create some of the stuff that I enjoy mm-hmm. for fun, because then I know that I'm going to get my juices flowing again. I finished filming some try on haul, some YouTube videos. And I was like, let me go film this reel right quick because mm-hmm. now I got my juices flowing. So I think that you just have to, you learn different ways of managing the passion and then yeah. the side of it that allows for you to, you know, be able to maintain and keep the business flowing. Um, but don't go so, so hard into like focus, focus, focus that you take away your joy from it. And mm-hmm. now you're going to hate it. You're going to yeah. really, really hate it with the passion. I have days where I shoot organic mm-hmm. fun content that I want to shoot. Yeah. And then I have days where I'm going to shoot, these are my brand days okay mm-hmm. we didn't we ain't playing with this okay makeup on point location everything what are what are we shooting today because yeah this is this is corporate day yeah <laughs> but yeah. i still try to have fun with it too but i'm just 
I try to separate the two so that I know I have the time for both. Yeah, that's really good. And you, you made a really great point about the admin stuff that has to happen because I think that's a very real thing in like having to be um, a jack of all trades when you're creative. Like you're the one that might, there's some people that are literally like shooting their own content as well, doing their own makeup, choosing their own outfits, you know, editing, graphic designing, all of these things. And so when you're at least like starting that journey and wanting to grow even more, how do you, how do you think about that growth? Like, is it important to you to hire an admin first or to hire someone maybe on fire to do, um, on Fiverr to do the graphic design or whatever the case is, how do you think about your growth as a creative and how, mm-hmm. and please feel free to share like practical yeah. tips. Like what does that look like with planning? Yeah. I think that, um, this is a really, really great topic. Um, because for some people they can't do like all the things that I'm doing, like I'm admin, I'm pitching, I'm doing, all, I'm negotiating. Pitching. Ooh, that's going to be yeah. another podcast. Yeah. Man. I pitch, I do, I do all okay. my negotiations. I manage my own campaigns. I shoot them. I edit them, all that. So I have uh, a belief that the best influencers know how to do all these things to an extent, right? Like you should have working knowledge of everything, even if you're going to hire someone out, mm-hmm. like don't outsource something that you don't even have knowledge on how to do it. Cause mm-hmm. that person's going to end up resenting you too, because you don't even know how to tell them what to do with their job, especially in partic in, in regards to your business, your brand. It's like when you go to a job and they, they're just expecting you to figure everything out. Well, I know how to do my job, but in context of your business, you got to give me some, some guidance. You understand? Yeah. So you can't hire a graphic designer and be like, yeah, create my, my, my branding for me. Mm-hmm. But you have no idea. I like these types of fonts. I like sans serifs. I like, so you have to have a little bit of working knowledge in every little area to be quite honest with you before you start outsourcing. That's just my personal opinion. Um, and for everyone, their first hire is going to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely have had help in the past year in the admin side because sometimes I, you know, I run my personal brand. I'm an influencer. And then I also have a marketing agency, House of Influence, that also helps influencers, that also does digital strategy, that also does social media. And so having someone to kind of help with like the administrative emails, cleaning things up. Yep. Okay. Can we, can you help me set up projects for next month? You know, things like that, that can be helpful for someone like myself who has to still go out and shoot content twice a week or, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so I think it's good to have help, but I think you also need to understand your business before you hire anyone out or else they won't know what to do. And mm-hmm. you're both going to end up frustrated. Yep. Looking yep. at each other like, why mm-hmm. it ain't going to get done? <laughs> why it's not done? I'm looking at you. You're looking at me. I'm right. looking at you. You're looking at me. No, that is that is so freaking real. And so what I'm, what I'm, what I'm getting from what you're saying is make sure you understand the tasks that are important for your business before hiring someone else out to do it. Yeah. Make sure you're choosing joy because I love what you said about having your corporate brand days. Like those are the things that have to get done because we, we got to get to that bag. And then yeah. there are also days where you're planning in your joy. Yeah. And I love that you said you plan your joy. I do. I, I really think, do. And the reason why I'm hype about that is because like I'm in therapy, y'all. I'm I am yes, proud to say it. Me too. Therapy has freaking changed my life. It's a game changer. You need it. And I will say, I'm going to this is I'm actually uh filming a YouTube video about uh, my first year of entrepreneurship and a yes. lot of things that I've learned on this journey. And one of the key things 
before you step into full-time entrepreneurship, before you quit your job, please get a therapist. Mm. When you become a full-time entrepreneur, you are going to learn so many things about yourself that you did not know. Wow. Yes. Wow. I, I I learned myself last year. Mm. I learned myself and I thought I knew God. <laughs> I found God again, deeper. Yes, because yeah. I it was the anxiety the the days that are hard that are dark you will are going to learn a lot about yourself when everything falls on you and the thing that you were passionate about becomes your job it brings a different layer to yeah. your life and i would highly recommend you talk to a therapist even beforehand deal with any things that you have any pressures that you have beforehand um any other things as well um and definitely have a therapist throughout the process yeah that. that's one of my biggest pieces of advice because um, yeah, I found myself in a rocky place at one point mm -hmm. and, you know, going to therapy helped me to learn a lot of things about myself. What, like when you have moments of imposter syndrome, where does that come from? Mm -hmm. Cause it's tied back to something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, is it the, the art teacher that told you you sucked at art mm. and now you think that everything that you create sucks mm. or is it your, you know, your parents who told you that being a creative, you're not going to make no money. So now every time you send a pitch, you think yeah. that no one's going to return a, a bag to you. Mm -hmm. So you got to deal with those things. Like you yeah. really have to, or else it's going to slip into your business. Yeah. There, there are certain life experiences that have truly traumatized us and we can't figure out why we're so paralyzed, why we're so afraid to start the business, while we're so afraid to start the conversation or to do ABCD. Like, I, I've also seen that in my life, too, mm -hmm. because of, like, you know, people who I've grown up with, like, even in our parent, my Haitian parents as well, you know, like, maybe we're afraid that it's going to fail. Yeah. And we're afraid and we're afraid of failing, you know. So I definitely think it's important to <laughs> I definitely think it is super important to um, really discover the things about yourself and to address those things and be honest. Uh, be on it's the being honest part for me because there was a point in time where I was like, I don't know. Like, mm -hmm. am I really dealing with this? Are mm -hmm. you sure? And, you know, I, that's why I highly recommend, like, no matter what you're going to get into, get a therapist. Yeah. If you wow. take one thing away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. we, see, we, we're talking about being an influencer, being a content creator. She's dropping all the gems. And the fact that we're kind of ending the conversation on therapy is, <laughs> is so funny, but it's so necessary. And it shows how we as creatives are shifting in the right direction. Yeah. We're evolving in the right direction. We're learning what's best for us. Mm -hmm. We're learning how to figure out what we need and to ask for what we need ask for what we want to yes. show up for ourselves to plan those times of joy i absolutely love that you said that as a creative because i think about that for myself like as like a human as a person mm -hmm. but as a creative so important yeah so i appreciate you so so much emmy i know we gotta wrap this eye up oh. but i appreciate <laughs> you being here and sharing all these things um and even telling us what your north star is i can and i'm and i'm glad i asked that question first because i can see that as a pattern within our conversation that faith is your north star really and so is. i pray that you continue to grow why well, i feel like it's a christian podcast i pray you know <laughs> Listen, favor. <laughs> she don't say all no. the churchy words. Seriously, <laughs> by no, the end I, of the podcast. Oh <laughs>
<laughs> no, I, really, I guess that's how I normally talk. I pray that this and that. No, but seriously, I, I really pray that you continue to grow and that you kill it in your second year of business. Yes. And as I'm not sure if you're telling people how old you're turning. I don't know oh, no, that's, that's fine. Secret. It's my golden I mean, year. I'm turning 30 on January yes! 30th. Period. Yo. So it is my golden year. I'm super excited. Yay. I'm super excited I'm this excited year. Lots too. of new things. Lots of exciting things on the rise. Yeah. And I, I saw your stories and you were like, ask me anything. And I was like, I was I literally started typing, can I celebrate your 30th birthday with you? Where y'all going? What y'all going to be doing? <laughs> Period. Because Emmy has the most beautiful community. I know that was one of the questions. And like, I really wanted to get I, into that. I, I know love we're my close friends. On time. My community is amazing. Share a few sentences for us, please. Uh, man, I really feel so, so blessed. I have so many amazing people around me I know like you wanted to know like how I found them to be honest with you I feel like you got to be the person that you want to find right mm. and a lot of times we're, we're looking for good friends we're looking for authentic people we have to be that if we want people to be all transparent with us we have to be that and so I do feel like a lot of my friends mirror certain parts of me yes. but then they also have their own unique parts of themselves that I get to learn from mm. and lean into and I love that for me so a lot of my friends I've met from school, church, online. Listen, Makisha and I, we met on Instagram. Literally on Instagram, yeah. And listen, like the energy, the vibes, like when we co-work or when we hang out, it's here. Like the level is here. Top tier. Top tier level. And it's because I truly believe that we there's energy here that is matched and that's mirrored and we're able to see that in each other. So it's like, oh, I want to connect with her. Like I want to vibe with her. Like I always say that about people who are like very like, big energy very kind that I, I see that and I want to connect with that because that's who I am like people yeah. used to always tell me like oh you're so nice you're too nice and it's like well fine you're not my person bye <laughs> right <laughs> you yeah. know so find your people um connect with people for who they are well when I say this I mean like there's this thing about connecting with entrepreneurs and influencers and people that you think will help you get to where you want to get to don't do that mm. yeah don't social climb Connect with people that you genuinely, genuinely want to connect with because mm, people are going to yeah. feel that they're going to feel that. Oh, like you, she's only trying to hang out with me because she want to do this or that. Connect with me. You will always grow when you're around the genuine, authentic community. So just yes. connect with people because you want to connect with them. Yes. Let's go ahead and wrap it Let's up. Let's go. Thank you so much for being here. And it's two things I want to ask you. One, please share where can people find you? And two, please share how can we support you? Oh, I love that question. Okay, you can find me all over the internet on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. TikTok is yes. my thing right now. At Emmy Petit, that's E-M-M-Y-Y-P-E-T-I-T. You can find me on there as well as Pinterest and YouTube, Emmy Petit. Um, I will also be relaunching my blog this year, EmmyPetit.com. So you guys will find that and soon coming a podcast, but I... I'm only telling y'all. I'm only telling y'all. Don't tell yes. nobody. It's a secret. <laughs> y'all better not tell. No. Right. Where I'll be dropping gems about influencer marketing if that's something that's interesting to you. If yes. you want to learn how to build your personal brand, be an influencer, get paid by brands, but really build authentic community. Um, definitely super excited about that. Um, and the question, how can you support? How can I support you? Yeah. yeah. I guess how you can support is follow. Um, definitely engage with the content. If you know someone who's looking for help with building their personal brand, who's wanting to be an influencer, whatever the case may be may be send them my way yes emmy wants to empower them so let's go yes so that's gonna be a podcast influence more it's, yes it is it's gonna be free to listen of course it's gonna be free to listen girl i'm about to be tuned in listen. i'm about to be tuned free in to listen yeah and i share a lot of influencer gems on youtube on tiktok so definitely follow i i really am here and 
I'm so passionate about this space and I love to share. So yes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Emmy. Let's go ahead and give a round of applause to all that time back around the crowd right there. And I want to thank you all for tuning into On the Move with Maki. I'm so happy that you joined this conversation with me and Emmy. We were chopping it up for like, what, for 45 minutes? <laughs> this was supposed to be a 30-minute interview. Girl, a 30-minute conversation. We too much. <laughs> but we are having such a great time just talking about being an influencer and what does it mean to live in your authentic truth? What does it mean to build community and to stay connected? So I appreciate you for following, for listening. Make sure you follow me on social media at Makisha Noel M-A-K-I-S-H-A N-O-E-L you are tuned in to On The Move with Maki I'm gonna see you next time yes period <laughs> so let's, let's hope I click the